do you really know what your brand is? And is your brand bringing you loyalty? And what separates you from your competition? There's a couple of things you touched on there. So the first was, we call it the voice. So what is the voice that we're using? How do I know if I'm doing this right? What, am I, what metrics am I looking at that going, okay, this is working? You have to look at your schedule management. If you're looking at your schedule management, then, then you can actually sit down and say, okay. Welcome to another episode of Dental Marketing Go. I'm your host, Gary Bird. I'm the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients as a true growth partner. Today, I have the D Fisher on the show. She's been joining us monthly because she's in offices every single day, traveling around the country, actually seeing what's going on on the ground and helping offices fix the problems that they see. And she's a wealth of knowledge. You're going to really enjoy what she has to say today. And it's all around internal marketing. And you are not going to want to miss this episode because she drops a hint at the end around how to measure profitability per doctor which I've never heard it quite broken down that way. And it was it was really, really insightful. I think it'll be a big help to you when it comes to your internal marketing. Stay tuned. All right, Dee, so why don't you tell me what you're seeing right now that's helping dental offices grow more than anything else? So right now, Gary, in the market, we're seeing you know their brand. They really have to be developing their brand. Everybody in that office has to understand what is their true brand and are they hitting those touch points? Really crucial right now. Everybody has to be saying the same thing all the way through. Uh, key, key right now and, and really developing that. And, and you know, I'm going back and asking everybody, do you really know what your brand is? And is your brand bringing you loyalty? And what separates you from your competition? Does your team really understand that? Because that's a big selling point right now. You know, and, and, and you have to yeah. be discussing that, Gary. So it's so interesting when I go into offices and I ask them, so tell me a little bit, tell me about your brand. And people haven't even looked at their websites. That's a good point. Cause there's, there's a couple, there's a couple things there. So let's, let's just break down some definitions. So a lot of times when people hear brand, they think, oh, my logo and my website and the way that people, you know, my, my, my sign on my building. And those are part of your brand, but you can have a really cruddy customer. You can have the most amazing looking brand and a cruddy customer experience or vice versa. You might not even have a website, but have the most amazing patient journey and people are going to feel a certain way about your brand. And what I've noticed about dental offices is that it's localized. So when we talk about brand, we're not talking about like Tesla or Apple because those are products, right? We're talking about how does it feel? How do I feel as a patient as I walk through your office, as a, when I get that first call, when I interact with your office, when I get the recare follow-up? So can you dive into that a little bit more? Like, what do you mean when you say touch points? What do you mean exactly going into the office as a, from a brand standpoint? So for me, I'm looking at, you know, what are the actions the team is taking to get that patient to go to the next step? Right. What is, what does that all look like? So, you know, are we all on the same page with offering online scheduling? Are we all yeah. on the same page with what thirty pine, you know, third party finances we have? You know, are we on the same page with what sets us apart from our competition? What are the words we're using? So for me, you know, is there clear is there you know, efficiency with clarity and communication about what's happening at that level? So let me give you a great example. 
So someone walks through your office, okay, and they're a new patient. And we're going to put them through the patient journey. And they walk through the door. Are we all greeting them the same way? What does that look like? You know, one of the things that we are doing right now, and I'm seeing this across the country, you know, we're kind of starting to profile people a little bit like, you know, money seems tight. You know, we don't know how this is going to go, whatever. Well, I can tell you that they're still coming to your office to get treatment of some kind. Yeah. So right yeah. now, the key, Gary, is what is going to make them a client on day one? They walk through the office. What are those touch points? What are you communicating? Is it clear? What's going to get them to go to the next stage? Are you having a great third-party finance you know, uh, journey? What does that look like? So tying that all together is really key right now. But the biggest thing is, what are you doing to get the people that are tied to those people that are walking through your door? So let's talk a little bit about internal marketing. You know, we, in, in our business, we have so much just sitting in our schedules every day. Are you really looking at, so mom came in, dad hasn't been in two years. What's the communication tool that you're using to get him scheduled? What's the communication tool you're using? So for instance, I was in an office the other day and I was looking at the schedule. I said, look at this family here. They have three children. (laughs) They're all over 15 now. Are they still going to a pediatric dentist or or are they coming here? What's happening? So really those are the things that you have to really dive in. And we call that a really extensive chart prep, right? What does that look like? And are you doing that? Sorry to disrupt the show, but I got something crazy to share with you. We are attempting to connect with all of our listeners. We have thousands of people that listen to this podcast, and we want to meet you in person. We have four events coming up, and I want to give you a discount code that you can use for the next week to save $300 off your ticket. The discount code is Gary Bird, and the link is going to be just down below. You can also go to smcnational.com forward slash events. I hope to connect with you in person and help each other grow our businesses. Can't wait to see you soon. Yeah, and so there's a couple of things you touched on there. So the first was we call it the voice. So what is the voice that we're using? And that just means do we have the same scripting all the way through? Are we all thinking the same way from a business standpoint? Is the front desk thinking the same way as the treatment coordinator and the doctor and the hygienist? So that's extremely important. So you got the voice. That's what builds the brand. That's what makes people feel like, man, these people really know me. They're really thinking about me. And that's great. Then you have the second thing that you said there was diving into that relationship because every patient is a relationship and every patient knows multiple people. And I don't mean just like, hey, friends and family and coworkers, even their kids even their, their, their spouses. And so that's huge. Now before that, correct me if I'm wrong on this D before offices didn't really worry about this because we had so many opportunities and so people had money and, and inflation hadn't hit. So people were happy to spend the money on the dentistry. But now that some of that's drying up a little bit, we really have to get back to this. Is that, is that kind of what I'm hearing? Yeah. And, you know, I always say, you know, I believe in the wheel of success in a dental office and it's changing. Um, you know, we were, like I said, we had so much, but if you're looking at now your wheel of ex- success, you're looking at, okay, we go to appointment scheduling, right? Then we go to our phone call analysis. What are the questions you're asking? All you're asking are their family members, right? Then we're going to go to say digital intake forms. When they send those forms back, right? And you're looking at where they're employed. Do they have family? Are they married? All those things you have to look at. And then from there, you go into your treatment plans and your insurance eligibility and your AR. You're going all the way through that, that cycle. But all on everywhere on that cycle is a place where you can develop your internal marketing. 
You have yeah. to decide where you're going to develop it. And a lot of people, you know, they well, the assistant did it or, you know, well, we thought the doctor talked to him about it. But right now on your wheel of success, you better be plugging in where that internal marketing is happening. So for yep. me, I like it on the phone call. I like the first phone call. Do you have family members? Would you like to get them in? Well, just yep. plant the seed, right? Or or like and then, one, one that I heard recently, D is um sorry to cut you off, but um I heard an office say uh they answered they answered the phone. It was a it was uh, you know, somebody who's been coming to their office, or maybe it was a new patient, doesn't matter either way. And they're talking to this woman and she goes, Okay, yeah, I want to get it scheduled. And then they ask, is there anybody else you'd like to schedule in your family at the same time? So that way it's just more convenient so you don't have to come back. So now you're presenting it as a a value add to to the person on the phone and they schedule several more people and that's several more new patients. So exactly. And to have that scripting down and especially in a pediatric office, uh, for sure in ortho right now. I mean, you, you really, you know, we, we we're telling them, you know, you have siblings, bring them in. If you know, if we could get to see them, and there's always a way you could bring a sibling back. So just just you know, being really you know, you have to have the wheel of invention, kind of what I think now. You have your wheel of success and your wheel of invention. What does that look like? And on your wheel of invention right now has to be, you know, what is going to be the most value for my team to get through the day and bring in those referrals? What does it look like? Because you have to look at your internal referral source. It's going to take you through this quarter. What does that look like? Good. And again, Gary, you could go back right now and say, okay, this is exactly an exercise I did with a team the other day. I said, let's sit down. Let's look at all our patients that are coming through the door, right? Let's look at their family members, all of them who haven't had cleanings or anything done in the last six months. But let's look at all those people who have insurance benefit because it's paid at 100%, right? Mm-hmm. So we sent yeah. out a mass test and said, you know, you're, you haven't been in, you know, we put in there, this visit is covered at 100%. Guess what happened? Yeah, I think I should come in. Even yeah. if you've yeah. got 10 Okay, whatever it may yeah, be, it's, it's going to help. Yeah, it's going to help. And again, it's schedule management, because we're short on hygiene. What, what does that look like? How are you schedule managing it in, in your book with your doctors? Um, it's a lot of conversation there. But the, the thing is, that if you could draw the, them in, you know, that's where your future production is going to come from. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so let's say somebody, because this is a lot, right? There's a lot there. And this is not something you just bang out in five minutes, right? This is something that you develop in stages and you work on and, and person by person. Um, so how do I know if I'm doing this right? What am I, what metrics am I looking at that going, okay, this is working. I'm doing it right. I've implemented the first stage. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm asking for, uh, every new patient or every patient that calls, I'm asking, Hey, would you like to schedule anybody else? Is there anybody else in your family to, to save you some time? You can bring them at the same time. If, and, and then, or whatever, what metric then am I looking at? Is it more new patients? Is it more production? Where, where, how do I know when this is actually working? So for me, I, th- I make it a very easy metric. So uh, I ask 10 questions. I've asked 10 people to come in or send out 10 text messages. How many scheduled appointments did I make? Make it easy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> It's an easy metric that that you could follow because people tend to make that complicated and you don't need to. So if I said to my front desk, listen, I want you to send out a mass text and I want you to send out 50, whatever it may be, right? I want you to tell me what by the end of two days, how many people responded and what was actually scheduled. So you could see that metric, but don't set up a metric to fail. Don't think you're going to send out 50 and get 50, right? Yeah. 
So if you send yeah. out 50 and you get 10 and your average treatment plan is even $1,000 walking through, what does that look yeah. like for, you, for your month? Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. So, okay. So it's just how many, how many points of contact and how many we're getting back, whether it's an email, a text, I'm calling this many people. And then if you have multiple people doing that in segments and you're asking for referrals on the phone and you're asking for referrals in the office and you actually know the patients and you know where they work and you know the opportunities that are there, all of a sudden things start clicking and you can really grow. And this is without, here's the best part about all this guys. We didn't ask you to spend any money. <laughs> you haven't spent a dime yet. You're you're using labor that you've already paid for, and you are leveraging relationships that you already have in place. Place. So the best part about all of this D is that you're not you're not increasing your marketing budget. You're not having to hire a new person. You're just focusing on tightening up your operational structure when it comes to how the patient is coming into your office. Yeah. And what I tell people now, especially Gary, is the key is teach your staff to ask with confidence. If you ask with confidence, you will get a good response. You can't be wishy-washy about this. You can't say, oh, would you like to come in? You have to ask with confidence. And teach your, you know, we teach the doctors to ask with confidence. And uh, it's amazing what can happen. And like you said, that, that's a training tool. It's, you know, what's the tone? How are you asking? What are the verbals you're using? And that doesn't cost you anything. Uh, but yeah. usually what happens is if you're asking with confidence, you're instilling confidence. And, and you don't yeah. you, uh, 90, even if you do the 80, 20 rule, you know, 80, if you get a response, 80, 20, you know, 80, 20, you do it really well. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Is there anything else that you would bolt onto this D that say, okay, we got the internal marketing and there's all these things that that comes into the internal branding, the internal marketing, how do people feel? Is there any other key components inside of that that we should really think through or people that might not be as intuitive to people to understand? So right now, what I'm tying to it, Gary, is which I think is really important. I've told my owners and, you know, my associate doctors, because, you know, it's really key to them. You know, I want you to really look at your profitability as an associate and provider every day, um, because that's going to tell you the story. Um, what is your, you know, let's take the clinical out of it because we're in the business of dentistry right now. You know, what is your profitability to look at? So if you are able to take from the internal um, internal referrals and, and turn them into sales, what does that look like on your profitability side? And it's really easy. It's an easy exercise. If you look at, I had 10 people that walked through the door and I diagnosed $10,000. I only got $100 on the book. What is your profitability? Um, so I'm really gearing them into looking at that now, because if I even tie it to the marketing, if I drew in 10, right, and, and I only got $100 on the book, well, what's your rate of return? So really right. with this, you have to follow your doctor's profitability and people just see it as one big bucket. I am telling everyone in this climate, dig down by provider. Um, and every good provider should know where they stand. Yeah. So how, how do you do that? So let's, let's pretend I'm a provider and you're dealing with me. So you're not looking at the total office. You're just looking at me. So what, what exactly are you looking at, uh, at me as a provider to, to see if I'm successful or not from that profit perspective? Cause this is different so than like EBITDA and all that kind of stuff. I yes. just want to call that out. Right. It's right. totally different. Totally different. So let's just say you had 10 people on your, you know, 10, 10 customers coming through. I'm looking at what did you do with those 10 customers? How much did you treat my plan and how much got scheduled? Because 
you don't, if you're looking at, well, I had 10 patients and I, you know, I get, I treatment planned a thousand for each one and I got 9,000 on the books. I'm going to be profitable pretty much. Right. If you're, okay, so, and then when you're look, when you're thinking about profitability, you're just comparing it to what you're paying me, the doctor. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Okay. And I'll so, so let's just, yes. let's just pretend, let's just use some numbers. So let's say in a day, and I know these numbers are way off, but I got 10 patients. I had $10,000 of treatment that I did that we collected on. And I was paid a thousand dollars for that day. Let's just say, right. So that's, that's obviously there's some profit there, but is that, is that all you're looking at? Or are you adding other components in there as well? That's all I'm looking at for two reasons. The first is number one is our young associates have a lot of debt coming out of school. I'm looking at is their compensation where I need to, to keep them to keep the retention. So what does that yeah. profitably look like? Because if I have a doctor that saw 10 patients and we only drew in, say, $500, right? You definitely yeah, know it's not, yeah. you can't sustain. You're not going to have that retention. So I look at doctor profitability for my associates as retention model. Ah, uh, okay. This is making sense to me now. So now what? what is the, for like a GP office, I'm not doing implants. I'm just doing bread and butter dentistry. What kind of ROI window do I want to be at as a doctor? You know, you it's, 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 for me to give you a range, Gary, is hard because everybody's procedure mix is so different. And, and, yeah, yeah. and, and that's the key is where I tell people is you have to look at your schedule management. If you're looking at your schedule management, then, then you can actually sit down and say, okay, but one thing you should have is metrics. Let's just say you have a, do- a doctor that's been with you and he's out of school and you want him to progress. You have to say within 30 days, he should be here. Within 60 days, he should be here. Within 90 days, he should be, you've got to do those benchmarks through the year, because if you don't have a growth plan for that doctor, number one, he's, he's, he's going to feel he's been undercompensated. And that's when you have that difficult discussion, right? Yeah. yeah. Or he's going to say the marketing's not working, right? Because I'm not getting the, the quality of patients. So it all ties together. And so for me in this market, you know, you want to retain all your good workers, you want to return all your teammates, um, and it's going to come down to understanding their growth and their profitability model. This has been really good, D. You always, you always uh, surprise me with your answers. I'm always like, what is D going to say today and this month? But I know that it's because your boots on the ground. If And yeah. I appreciate you coming on here the last several, I know the last several months we've been bringing you on and it's been, a, a been, a been really, really helpful. Um, how do you, if someone has questions around this, because I know there's, there's, so many variables. Wait, I have a pediatric office. Wait, it's an ortho office, not a GP. Oh, wait, I'm an ortho office that does implants too. Or I mean, a GP office that does implants as well. Or I only do implants. I only do full arch. They're going to have all these questions. If they want to reach out to you and get a hold of you, what's the best way to do that? I always say it's my assistant's email and it sounds crazy, but it works well. It's Tammy, T-A-M-N-Y at Fishers with an S pro.com. And we could put it in the chat if they want, Gary. But you know, yep. my thing is, but I tell you, don't feel free to feel free to reach out um, because you know, right now, Gary, as you know, through the, even the schools are reaching out, right? They're trying to yeah. find out new ways for their students, and you know, no question is a bad question. And also, you know, for us, and I'm just going to take you know this this minute, you know, I think what we're going to do together at, at Dykema for the day, Gary, is going to be so insightful um, to yep. so many just to sit through that workshop and, and then say, okay, now how do I go apply it? Um, I think it's going to be very interesting. But, you know, one thing that I want them to know, there's a lot of negative noise. Take the negative noise away 
just work on your plan. The people that are going to survive are the people that have a plan. And if you have a plan, you will do fine. You cannot, you can't be reactive in this market. You have to be yeah. proactive. Yeah. So send me yep. all your questions. I'll be glad. To, I'll be glad to, to email them back. Yeah, I love Tammy. I work with Tammy all the time. I know she's probably somewhere in the background. So make sure you tell her hello. And thanks so much. Thanks We're sir. excited about the boot camp as well. And we'll we'll talk soon. Okay. Take care, Gary. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye bye.